0: And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind, where we dive into all aspects of perinatal mental health and wellness related to pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. It's so much more than postpartum depression. We raise the volume on all of these topics in the hopes that someday everyone will have the support and info that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. Welcome to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. I've been doing a lot of reflection lately and kind of realized some coincidences. Well, coming into June this year, we are going to be going on three years of the Mom and Mind podcast. And for the most part, aside from a couple of weeks, we've been doing episodes every week for that whole time. 150 episodes so far, not including today. And this has been quite a journey and one that I love so, so much. And apparently I like to birth things in June because both of my kiddos are June babies and this podcast is a June baby. My daughter will be nine, my son will be six, and this podcast is turning three. And with all three of them, it's a learning journey and an experience and something you kind of figure out along the way. In addition to feeling like a responsibility and having done this podcast now for three years, I still do feel that excitement to do it. And I look forward to talking with all of the guests and with all the inquiries that come in and hearing from all of you how the podcast has touched your life, how it has helped you and supported you and how many people you've been sharing it with. And these are all things that really do keep me going and help me to understand that the podcast has an impact and hearing stories and hearing from experts has an impact. It's so meaningful to know that you're not alone. And when I hear from you guys, I know that I'm not alone too. For those of you who are newer to the podcast and maybe aren't familiar with me or haven't heard my story on episode one, I'm here with you all because I'm one of you all. I went through postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and postpartum OCD with my daughter coming up on nine years ago. And I suffered for a really long time, a year until I figured out what was going on. And then for sure, as I was healing through the process of understanding what was going on and figuring out what all of this meant, I came to realize a lot of things about moms and mental health and a lot of things about myself and all those ideas that I had kind of somehow absorbed along the way that as a professional or a psychologist or mental health specialist, that somehow I was immune to these kinds of things. The reality is, is that it doesn't matter what your job is. Your experience is your experience. And thankfully, over time, I've become really comfortable talking about what I went through, especially knowing that sharing and being real about it is also healing for other people sometimes new motherhood and especially perinatal mental health issues in new motherhood are incredibly isolating. Very, very hard to wrap your mind around. And you really do
1: think you're the only one. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.
2: I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where-are-my-keys kind of mom.
0: unless you know that we're out there. People like me, people like maybe you who've experienced it, we know. We know how bad it can be. We know how hard it can get. We know the reality of it. And I really think the more that we all talk about it, you know, in your own time and level of comfort, just normalizing that this happens to so many moms is really, really important. Normalizing that this happens to dads is really important. Normalizing that this happens to any birthing person is very important so in light of June coming up and this reflection I've been doing I realize I haven't really checked in just as me with you guys for a long time you're reflecting back on my own journey through motherhood coming to terms with having gone through depression anxiety and OCD yeah I've been on this particular journey for nine years and looking back and reflecting on what I went through and understanding now more than ever what I went through. There are so many ways in which depression and anxiety really lied to you and lied to me in very, very sneaky ways. There were a lot of ways that I thought, oh gosh, it didn't even register to me that I wasn't feeling well. It didn't really register to me that something was wrong. It felt more just like that I was bad or didn't know what I was doing or was incompetent in the beginning anyways. You know, with the fog of sleeplessness and kind of figuring out what to do or trying to figure out what to do, not knowing what to do. My daughter had acid reflux and that contributed to my stress. And she had a very painful latch that, even when her tongue tie was fixed, it was still very painful. Plugged ducts, burning sensations when nursing, all of that stuff. I didn't realize at the time that that was contributing to me feeling so bad. I just felt bad and at the same time kept thinking and feeling like I needed to just keep going and pretend like things were okay or not complain or be grateful or appreciate what I had and you know all of these ways in which you try and cope and kind of move past the feelings that come up, the confusion that comes up. I certainly wasn't talking to anybody about it. Nobody knew. I mean, I think if I were to have looked back, you know, have been in the same room with myself, knowing what I now know, I would have been able to spot it. But certainly at the time, I wasn't talking to anybody about it. I wasn't saying, oh, I don't feel right. I don't feel like myself because it wasn't registering that way. That's not what it feels like when you're in it all the time. Sometimes for sure you can notice that you're not quite feeling like yourself More often than not, and for me anyways, it just felt like the new normal and the new normal was really, really hard. Like, okay, I guess this is what it's supposed to be like. So it can be really hard to even know. And it took me, like I said, a year to figure that out. And I know that's the experience of a lot of people. Some people do know very soon that something's not quite right. But what gets really challenging is how we try to negotiate with ourselves through those feelings. We've had a couple of guests on that have talked about that kind of bargaining that you do with yourself to try and either convince yourself that you are better than you are or that things will be fine if you just get enough sleep or if you just make it to such and such date and any number of things. We just start bargaining. We start negotiating. And for some people, especially since if you don't know, in my case anyways, I didn't know exactly what was going on. So it felt strange to me to ask for help or additional help or something else. It just, I thought I was supposed to be feeling that way and I thought in some way that asking for help would show that I didn't know what I was doing. And it's really also easy to kind of blame other stuff Not that there weren't other stressors there, but sometimes when there's an obvious other stressor, it's easy to name that thing. Like my job at the time was very stressful and it absolutely was stressful, but I kind of put all my energy into that, that that was the main culprit, that that was the thing that was causing the problem and it was contributing to it for sure, but it made it kind of easy to bypass that there was something deeper going on. And all the while, I knew something wasn't quite right. Maybe not all the while. I wouldn't say that, actually. In the first several months, it was just the adjustment. I don't think I was thinking that deeply about anything. But certainly after I went back to work as a therapist, you know, that feeling when you kind of know something's going on with yourself and then you hear somebody else say something that kind of almost like it reflects back to you how you're actually feeling and then you can't ignore it or you try to ignore it because you don't want to deal with it. I remember very distinctly, you know, I was a psychologist, I was giving out the PHQ nine, patient health questionnaire. It's a nine question depression screen. And I knew that form back and forth. I knew it very well. I gave it to everybody that came through the office. And one day I just decided to take it for myself and try and be as honest as I could with myself. Let me back up for a second. I had taken that form. I had done that questionnaire in the pediatrician's offices, and I lied. I didn't want to know at the time earlier on how bad off I was. But when I was farther along, I took that screen myself. I did it myself in my own office. and I said, okay, cat, you be honest with yourself here. And I screened positive for a moderate depression. I don't think I wanted to believe that. It was kind of a hard one. I felt a slightly like defeat because I knew I'd had a history of depression. I thought, okay, that's what it is again. And I didn't want it to be that. It can be a really hard pill to swallow to come to terms with it. But also what's on the other side of that is when you do come to terms with it, that's when you can make change. When you're honest with yourself and the people around you, the people that you feel safe and comfortable with, that's when you can start to make change. It's very, very difficult at first to come to terms with that you are not doing as well as you would like to be doing, that you're not having the experience that you wanted to be having. You're going to have to do things differently. I just think it's super important. Now I'm, I know I'm not the only one who goes through that process. For you, the listeners of Mom & Mind Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Some of the books I've listened to from Audible are Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, and Down Came the Rain by Brooke Shields. You can pick one of those books or any other book you'd like to listen to. To download your free audiobook today, go to www.audibletrial.com slash momandmind. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash momandmind for your free audiobook. Coming to terms with that thing you know is really happening, you know something is happening and then there it is. It's looking right at you and you kind of can't hide from it anymore. And those first steps in healing and recovery are also hard. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. It's hard to know which way to go and how to seek help and who to be honest with and all of those things that are part of the process of healing. What I know and what we know in general is that having that connection to other people who have gone through it, are going through it. Even if it's reading stories or hearing stories from other people that resonate for you on this deep level, where you can have that relieving feeling of, oh my gosh, it's not just me. I thought it was just me, but it's not. Here's this person telling me their story, saying what I think, feeling what I feel. How is this possible? It's possible because so many of us go through it. We're in isolation, we're in our homes or apartments, often by ourselves, trying to figure out one of the most complicated jobs on earth, doing our absolute best, and sometimes feeling our absolute worst. My healing and recovery took some time. I can't really even exactly tell you when I knew for sure that everything was better, because healing doesn't necessarily happen that way. You don't just wake up and you're done you notice one day that, oh, didn't have that thought today, or, oh gosh, it's been several days since I felt that bad feeling. And then you have a day that sucks. It feels like you're backtracking, but you're not because then the next day or in a couple of days, you feel slightly better again. And that's how healing goes. You have a couple of steps forward and maybe one step back. As long as your trajectory continues to move forward, for the most part, you're healing. That's not to say you won't have some hard and bad days, because that's normal life, actually, to have hard and bad days, too. But when you're trying to get out of a ditch, any slide backwards feels terrifying sometimes. Healing and recovery look different for different people. For some people, it's therapy. Some people, it's medication. Some people, it's both. Some people do Reiki, some people do hypnotherapy, some people are exercising, some people are hanging out with friends, and any combination of therapy or self-care or connection with other people can be part of healing as well. After I had my son, three years after my daughter, I had what I kind of refer to as the light version of what I went through the first time, except I had more tools knew what was coming i knew what it looked like i knew what to call it i knew that sleep was of vital importance to me i am very sleep sensitive but still i had moments of feeling depressed and anxious and some of those intrusive thoughts came back i for sure didn't have the intensity that i had with my daughter of the intrusive thoughts and the ocd behaviors that i was using to keep them in check so that was you know, a lighter version of it, but still there was a process of healing and recovery coming out of that. What I know now, looking back on that experience, is that I had risk factors. I had a history of depression, I had PMS, I have depression in my family, and those things left me more vulnerable, and left me more likely to be experiencing this stuff. My sense is that if I had known then what I know now, I would have taken different precautions. I would have had a good therapist in place who had training in this area specifically in perinatal mental health, who could help me understand and navigate this new life change. I might have had medication on board, or at least on reserve, knowing that that could be really helpful for me. I might have done some things different with sleep. Well, for sure I would have, actually. Absolutely, I would have done things different with sleep. I would have had more of an arrangement of who takes care of baby when and kept my sleep as a priority so that I could be getting five or six hour stretches of sleep. That would have saved me so much headache and heartache. There are many, many other things that I could have done knowing what I know now. And I think that's partly why prevention is so useful is because if we can get information like is in this podcast out to people, are probably gonna need it. But even to people who we are not sure, sometimes depression and anxiety happens even without particular risk factors. If we can get this information out to people so that they can be knowledgeable and prepared, it could be so helpful. It's partly why I do this podcast anyways. It's because I really think having this space, creating this space where people can hear stories and hear themselves reflected is half of our battle.
1: let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it.
2: Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. There's a lot of
0: systems that need to change in order to support women and families more and better. This is what we can do we can share stories, we can share information, we can ask people how they're really doing. We can support them to get the help that they need. I mean, we have a lot of power. It's just that sometimes we don't know what our resources are. And when we don't know that, it leaves us at a loss. So I'm hopeful that for those of you who listen and want to share your story, you can. We welcome it. If you want to share on a podcast with us, awesome. If you'd like to share in a blog post, amazing. We'll have that too. Recently, we shared on Facebook and Instagram, there is a form that you can fill out to apply to be on the podcast. And we've had such an amazing response. I think there's enough people who responded, we could fill up at least a half a year, maybe even a whole year of episodes. Not everybody wants to share in a verbal way. Some people prefer to share written, and we are happy to have you write a blog post about your story. And we are happy to share that on our platform here. If you haven't seen that form, please do write to us, info at momandmind.com. We'll send over a form for you to fill out. That's info at momandmind.com. And coming up in June, as this podcast baby turns three, we're gonna have a slight change in formatting. I'm having some exciting stuff happen over here on my end. Some changes to my private practice and some things that are in the works, and I need a little bit more time to be able to work on those things. So we're going to switch episodes to every other week for the near future. Hopefully at some point we'll be able to get back to doing weekly episodes. But starting in June, we will be every other week. Certainly that'll give those of you who are just tuning in a time to catch up on episodes. We're still going to be really active on our social media pages and sending out our newsletter. So we're not going anywhere. We're just going to slow our roll for a little bit so I can focus a little bit more on some things I have going on here all the while still bringing you excellent interviews with amazing guests and getting you guys all of this information that you deserve. I'm so excited to celebrate three years of the Mom and Mind podcast with you all. We would absolutely love to hear your reflections, your thoughts, your favorite episodes, anything that you want to share with us. You can write to us at info at momandmind.com. And if you want your comments shared, we're happy to do that as well. So if you're writing into us, which please, please do, please put a little note in there that you're happy to have your comments shared with other folks, and we'll put that in a post for all to see. As usual, I am so happy to have you with us on the Mom and Mind podcast. I'm still so hopeful that we can get this out to everyone who needs it. It's going to take all of us, everyone who feels compelled to, please share this as far and as wide as possible. This free resource is for some people a lifeline. And I hear from you guys sometimes about that, about the impact that the podcast has. And I'm just so thrilled that over the course of these three years, we've been able to connect and join up, fight this fight together, raise our voices together, raise the volume on these issues together and help more moms and families know that they are not alone. That'll be it for today. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Together we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come
2: connect with us at momandmind.com.